Crazy Spark. Welcome back, TDSers, and happy, happy 2024. I'm Annika. And I'm Neho. And this is both the beginning and the end of an era. Today's episode, number 135 or something like that, I've lost count, is our last episode together. Nahal is leaving the podcast after five incredible years, and she's chasing her dream of being an entertainment content creator, which is something she actually discovered she loved on this podcast. So if you haven't seen her on TikTok or on Instagram, you probably should now because she was born for it. And I just feel lucky that we got to be a part of this together and that we got to spark something like that for her, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> so Nahal, now we're in this five years and it's the end of the era together. I know. And I'm so sad about it, but bittersweet because I feel like the memories we've made and just being together with each other and growing so much and not only my business side of skills, my talking side of skills, everything. I can't wait for this new chapter, but obviously sad because this has been something that I've done with you. It's our baby. But yeah, how do you feel? It was so bittersweet. I feel like the right time to do this because we've been going through so many changes Personally, you're getting married. I had the baby. We are going in different directions. Your entertainment content creator, content creation career is blowing up. So this is like the right time to make this kind of move. It's the same thing with the podcast, with my writing career. We're at sort of this fork in the road and it's either drag this out and not feel excited about it or like, or not be able to give it everything we need and what it deserves the way we have for the last few years, or just kind of call it what it is and make the hard decision, but know that it's going to keep growing and that we're going to keep growing. And I don't know, we had this phone call for our listeners between Shri, our producer, and Nahal and I. And going into it, we already knew where we all stood. It was just finalizing some details. But then afterward, I we hung up the call. We we're like, all right, love you guys. Bye. And then we hung up and I walked out and Sanjeev was like, oh, it sounded like it was really positive. It sounded good. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you look like you got hit by a bus. And I was like, yeah. And it took me like I had to sit down for like 10 minutes in total silence because it was just suddenly like this huge weight on my shoulders. Like, oh, my God, it's actually over. And now I don't know what to do, even though I kind of do know what to do. But it was still just it felt like such an ending and it felt like a breakup, even though we're all still friends and we're all obsessed with each other. And it was like such a fun, loving conversation that it wasn't even really like a real breakup. But then it felt like a breakup. And I don't know. It was like a weird hangover afterward. I think for me, it's just how much you are one of my hype women in the world that I can really move on to the next thing because that conversation was so impactful to me. It was even you're saying this on the podcast and stuff that you, you know, want to see me grow and succeed into something, whatever that new chapter evolution looks like for me. And just to see you support me all the time and encourage me to do so when you've seen me grow. I mean, think about it. I started this podcast when I was 24 years old. I'm 29. I'm going to be 30 next year. You've seen me in the most growth phase of my life. And so have you, my listeners. You probably heard me not being able to say the word woman or women properly because I used to have a little speech thing going in. You probably heard me talk a little too fast. You probably could count the number of times I said like, but I hope that I've evolved and I hope that I've gotten more confident doing something like this. And through that, they see spark. I found that passion. And you obviously, Annika, has been, have been an inspiration for that. I agree with you. It's so funny because somebody was like, what do you feel like is going to be the thing you miss? 
And I love doing this show. Do not get me wrong, listeners. I'm obsessed with all of you. And I love doing this and having these conversations and meeting new people and getting these opportunities. It's been absolutely life-changing. But Nahal has been one of my best friends. She was a bridesmaid for my wedding. We have gone through phases where we talk every single day, all day, every day. We've gone through phases where we've had a week or two between or whenever we just record episodes and we're like, okay, got to run. We've got work. We've got this thing and that thing. But no matter what, it's like this constant presence and the energy and just the constant, like you said, Nahal, the I want the best for you is just unending. And I mean, I think that that's very rare in life. But I think that our entire beginning was kind of rare. We hit lightning in a bottle very, very weirdly and like really rarely. It's one of those things where you just don't capture that kind of chemistry very often in your life. And when it comes, you're just like, oh my God, it's like blinding. And you just never forget it for the rest of your life because it changes everything. I think the best thing about this all is that we were business partner first and then we became best friends. And I think that's the beauty of it because a lot of best friends go into a business and it doesn't work out because they're best friends before. But we learn and challenge each other every day. We're so upfront with each other. You've called me out on my shit. I've called you out on yours. And we still remain best friends because we were business partners first. But now as we reach the end of the podcast, I think we're best friends first and business partners second. And that's why I can leave this podcast and leave this relationship business-wise, knowing that you're still going to be a big presence in my life always. And I think that that's just incredible on both fronts. Like I feel exactly the same way. And it is really funny because I think about it and I'm like, how did we even do that? How did we even build not just the podcast? Because I think this thing grew to where we had no idea it was going to go. Like I don't think that we started this podcast thinking we're going to be a huge podcast where we're going to get to go to premieres. We're going to get to do all the things. We're going to get to speak to the people that we've gotten to spoken to. We're going to speak to some of the most prominent South Asian leaders, actresses. Like you look at this and you're just like, where did this come from? How did we even get here? But we also had to learn each other as we were doing it. And you think about all of those things going together at the same time. And it's pretty incredible what we built. The yeah, I think I think for me, what I loved about the podcast was obviously the social justice activism part, and that's what I'm going to miss the most. But as I was kind of figuring out my career and what to do next, I realized it's really hard to kind of stretch yourself with doing my tech job, social justice, also trying to get a content creator, entertainment industry kind of thing, and work the podcast. So my mentor actually told me, he's like, you need to narrow it down. Like, what makes you feel alive every day? And I think for me, that was the entertainment aspect of it. I love interviewing. Actually, you want to hear something funny. I listened back to our first episode um, where you asked me a Q&A on that Desi Spark or when it was Woke Desi. And you asked me what my dream career was. And this was 2018. And I said that my talk dream- Talk show host, right? Yeah. I said talk show or entertainment host. And I never even connected the pieces. Like that's where things were going. But now I see myself evolve into that. And I'm like, whoa, I've been kind of manifesting this from day one. And so- I hope that when I make it, quote unquote, in entertainment, I can go back to doing the activism and social justice part, but from a different platform versus speaking on it and interviewing people on this podcast. I love that so much. It makes me so happy. And I really do think that it's a huge lesson in finding your purpose because I don't know about you, but I know that every time I've been either interviewed for other podcasts or for jobs or people are like, what do you want to do? I'm like, listen, I can't tell you a concrete five-year plan because so much of my life has been holy shit, I didn't see that coming. That'll probably be the title of my memoir someday. Like I had no idea that was coming, (laughs) but it's always 
the one thing that's always been common is storytelling. The one thing that's always been common has been utilizing words, telling stories, whether they're mine or whether they're other people's. And ultimately, that is my purpose, I think, is to try to draw attention to the things that matter in the world and to make people feel less alone. It doesn't have to be like something specific, like, well, in five years, I want a promotion and I want this company and I want that. It can be. But for both of us, I think it was just generally, I'm working toward a general direction. I love something so much and I'm just going there slowly. And this podcast was just a big part of that and helping us get there and helping us do it better. I think it's also really interesting to see your trajectory overall. You were in health comms when I met you. Where are you now? <laughs> um, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I was I had the healthcare background. I talk about that a lot on the podcast. And I also worked in education. So that, those are my two major roles. And I worked at Cornell Medicine until last year. So 2022, September, I did a very brief stint at a tech startup. God bless you, Nahal, and anyone else who's in it, because that was not for me. And then eventually it was sort of like, okay, I'm having Janu. And if I don't make this move into writing now, I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to have the guts to do it unless I do it right this second. So being five and a half months pregnant and pulling that move was probably not the safest bet, but it was also one of those things where it was like, do it now or nothing. And the podcast has still only grown in the last year, even as a new mom, even with all the stuff that you and I both had going on, like now it's just full-time creativity. I can't see myself doing anything else. I see this podcast growing still going forward and I see other things coming from it, whatever they may be. And writing is still going. I'm working on my third book, um, which has been really delayed because I had a baby and I have the next book plotted and ready to go. And like, hopefully that one, I really, really is such so close to my heart that I hope it gets a movie deal. So it's like, I just, can I play? I think, can I play someone in it? <laughs> yes, I will, you will be the voice that was that was like once upon a time. <laughs> oh, you down. Just a reference to the the intro song. Yours will be the voiceover through the whole thing, through the whole movie. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just it's full time creative, and I think that if I hadn't done the podcast, I never would have had the guts. That's how I feel, and also listeners. Even though I'm leaving, you're in such good hands. I feel like the internal battle that I was kind of facing with myself the last couple of months was just I couldn't give this podcast my all in terms of consistency and so many life changes. As many of you know, I am getting married in a few months. I got a new job and there's just a tech job and then also trying to balance all of this. So I wanted to give it a fair shot without jeopardizing some of the topics that we were going to talk about and creating that sense of community. So I felt like I wasn't doing it justice. I didn't want to be half in, half out anymore. So just know the decision came from a place of really thinking about it and being like, I need to give the people what they deserve in terms of these topics that we talk about and feeling heard, like you said. Absolutely. We had these conversations for months and it was very much a well thought out like decision where we would evaluate where we are. Are we just feeling this temporarily? Is it because we're actually just stressed and we're just kind of ready to kick the bucket because we're, you know, in this really heightened stress phase? Or is this something that's like actually, okay, this is a much deeper thing. We need to talk through this. And we had multiple conversations over the last six months where there were moments where we were both like, should we just throw in the towel? And what do we really want out of life? And so it's definitely not something that we've looked at each other and just sort of been like, all right, well, we're done. We're wrapping up. Like, (laughs) It's definitely something that came from a lot of love and a lot of thought and whatever is best for each other. 
Yeah, one of the topics I'm going to definitely miss the most talking about that really opened up my eyes was the mental health aspect of it. I know we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but I just feel like the therapists and the experts that we had on this podcast, like it was my own therapy session. It encouraged me to go to therapy. I learned so much about myself. I've realized I have become more of a calm and more observant person with my actions, my feelings, my emotions, everything. And that wouldn't have happened if this podcast did not happen. So personal growth wise, that's where the podcast has helped me mental health wise. 100%. I feel like so much peace came about just hearing that other people go through the same thing, that other clients go to these therapists and that the things that they're facing are things that I faced. And like, we have a root cause for all of it. Whenever you talk about like generational trauma, or you talk about how South Asians have this mentality that we're all like growing up and we're like, why is it like this? And then you get to hear, okay, this is actually why it is. And you're very normal for feeling that it became much, much bigger. And mental health has always been really important um, for for me just because of my background in in health. But I think it became bigger and it also became a lot more all encompassing. It became something I actively take like charge of and really try to see as my day-to-day health, not just something where I'm like, oh, but I'm stressed. I can identify my emotion. It's like, no, actually like more than that, how are you taking care of yourself? What are you doing? What are you feeling? And I think the other thing that I really feel like I changed a lot about was relationships as a whole. And obviously social justice too. I don't think there's been a day that I don't feel like I learned something on this podcast about our community, but also about the world at large. I think I'm far more engaged. I was before because I loved social justice, but didn't know how to be involved. And now getting the chance to actually speak up and having the guts to actually speak up occasionally is a lot more prominent now. I don't think I would have stood up for a lot of the things that I I didn't have as much of a backbone. Like straight up, I just did not have the backbone um, four or five years ago to talk about the stuff that we're talking about now. So the podcast was really good. And then relationship-wise, like the red flags, the self-confidence. I... My self-confidence has rocketed over the last five years just doing this show as opposed to where I was when I came in. I think I had a lot more doubts about myself than I did when, you know, after we built it and after we watched it. I still have my moments, but I think that overall my confidence has just been unbelievable in comparison to where we were. I also think being vulnerable, I shared a lot of stories about my family. I shared a lot of stories about my relationship life. And I feel like when we went into the podcast, Annika, don't you remember we had a conversation of things we would and wouldn't talk about? And we're like, okay, we can't talk about sex. We can't talk about this mental health issues that we're having. We can't talk about this. And then slowly we both started opening up and started talking about things because we realized that's the point of a podcast. We need to be vulnerable in order to start a conversation. I feel like that really taught me how to speak better about the things going on in my life with people around me, including my family members. So whatever I was saying on the podcast, I remember having discussions at the dinner table about, and I was like, wow, this is going really good. I learned a lot. I got to take so much of this to communication styles, especially to like my friends and to my relationship because We've just gone through so many life events over the last five years together. And as the podcast was going on behind the scenes, like Sanjeev and I had just started talking. So the idea for the podcast came in December 2018 when my best friend was like, you need to start a podcast. And I was like, I don't have the time. So obviously a month later, I was like, all right, I'm doing this. Um, And I was just talking to Sanjeev. And we, I remember the first time you and I talked, Nahal, like really had a connection. We were both kind of like, maybe we're kind of talking to these people, maybe we'll see. And then 
I ended up getting engaged, married to him. Now I have a baby with him. You ended up marrying your fiance. You're marrying your fiance now, who did not start off as a boyfriend when I met you. Was you. a hinge date that I told you about on the first episode. We weren't even dating at the time, and we're gonna hit our five years in February, and we're also hitting the five years of the uh, podcast. Then, so I'm just like. This is kind of crazy because he was just a hinge phone number, basically. And now he's going to be my whole ass, whole ass husband. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And I think, too, like, I we mentioned this a lot on our on our podcast, just the way that we met and how it was kind of wild. But like, when I started this in terms of the, just the idea of the podcast, I was thinking, and I remember I pitched it on this Facebook group as sex in the city meets the real like women are sitting around talking about sex is actually what I was originally thinking like all the taboo subjects but sex is a big one and I put in this uh, this like call for hey is anyone kind of interested in doing this with me and I had like 700 likes and 60 people reached out and I was like I don't know how to filter through this so let me give them a google form and everybody filled out the google form and you Nehal had one of the best ones because I remember enlisting my brother who I knew would be a producer and being like, I don't know how to pick somebody how to help me out. And he was like, I'm going to rank these and I'm going to give these to you by tonight. And I was like, all right, cool. And I don't know if you knew this. So he ranked and you were number one on it. Oh and my God. That like, makes me feel so happy. My parents would be proud I was number one for something that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Shree was like this one. She sounds professional. She writes really professionally. She knows how to hype herself up, but she knows her shit. Like take this one. Also, she has marketing background. This will help you. And I was like, okay, cool. And you know, Shree, he ended up becoming the the very quiet voice that no one got to hear, but that was often in our ears. The woman women thing that Nahal has is actually pinpointed by Shree in like episode three of this show where he was like, Nahal has a weird speech thing. Also, Monica, yeah. <laughs> you do weird things and you ask questions. I was like, I've never been called out like this in my life by someone I don't really know. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> I know. And he would he would just kind of rip on us, but also make us laugh. And then eventually it just, we had the six co-hosts. And remember we had that huge call-in meeting. We had you and our one of our other co-hosts in California. And then we had the four of us in New York and we all got together one night and started talking about it. And then it was like months of this trying to figure out how to get this started. And then four months, five months later, it was May 2019. And we were like, you know what? Next week, we're just going to put out a video trailer. And we put out a video trailer and then the three hosts dropped. And so we ended up launching with three hosts. Which turned into two which dropped to two after one season. And we had COVID in the middle of all of that. So like we started in 2019, we had nine, 10 months of the podcast before we had the pandemic. And that was actually when we grew the most. Yeah, I was going to say, I do think the pandemic helped the podcast the most because that was when we got some of our best interviews because everyone was kind of locked up at home. I remember talking to um, Deepa Kosla and being like, oh my God, I can't believe she has time to do her podcast. And I feel like it was gave us a lot of momentum, basically. And Kaushal, I remember her Kaushal, being a influencer yeah. who was so sweet that I was really surprised because I didn't think that people were really that nice, but she's actually really kind. And then I remember just talking to, like you got Rich on Morjani and I thought, oh my God, this is it. We've made it because this girl's going to be on the show. This is the highest we'll ever get. And then all these people started requesting people to come talk to us. And that was really, really cool to see because it started off in our rooms and took us five months to get off the ground. And we had all these ideas. And, you know, we look at that now and we think about 
how far we've come and it's just absolutely incredible. Yeah. I, I think one of the things that we've always been passionate about has been elevating like minority voices, especially South Asian voices and stuff. And I think that's something I definitely want to continue as I transition into whatever is upcoming. I haven't figured that out yet, but I think being South Asian is such a huge part of my identity. I just want to make sure that, you know, I recognize those voices and share those stories in whatever platform I can. Yeah, I agree completely. I think that whether it's through books or whether it's through this podcast, which it probably will be, um, we are going to continue it, but it will be just me, which means it'll probably take a different form. It'll probably look a little bit different. It'll definitely not be quite as fun as it was with Nahal for those five years. <laughs> You're a fun but person. Don't doubt it. Me, if you guys can bear with me, it's going to continue. Are we going to um, get a lot of mom jokes? <laughs> we're going to get a lot of mom jokes. I Yeah, I just hang in there, guys. Just please bear with me and the sleeplessness and the lack (laughs) and the family growth and all of that stuff. But, you know, I think it's just a really exciting time for us as a whole. I'm just incredibly proud of you and how far you've come and watching you grow. Like you said, 24 to 30, man, that's a huge chunk of time. And it's, you know, it's formative. That's the thing. It's like the formative time of your life is your twenties where you just get to like make mistakes and grow and chase things down and, so it's really fun to see you get to do all of those things. And your entertainment content career is something that I am super excited to follow because that is your bread and butter, even on all of these episodes. So you're the one who's been leading those and doing such a great job. So that you're going to be sorely missed on those. But I think, you know, I can't wait to see where you take it next because it's only going to get bigger from here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm super excited for what's to come. And I also can't wait for you to come to my wedding. So that's where we're going to see a little uh, picture of us hanging out again. Finally, the reunion that's been a long time coming. (laughs) I know. But as we close out this episode, our last one together, I just want to say thank you for myself. And also, Anika, thank you for everything. I feel like this has just been a journey and I couldn't have imagined it with anyone but you. So listeners, thank you for all the reviews, the opportunities, the speaking engagements, the chances to give presentations at your events and companies, all your suggestions, your episode ideas. I'm not choking up. I'm just getting a little emotional because it's a lot. But every word of mouth, the praise and criticism has helped us be who we are and has made me a better person. You've advanced me in my career. You've advanced me personally, and I couldn't just be more thankful and grateful. The last five years have been absolutely life-changing. That's not a joke. It's not even an exaggeration. I could not have seen some of these opportunities come up. I could not have seen a best friendship like this come up. I could not have seen a Facebook post turn into the girl that I pick up and text like, oh my God, did you read this thing? I need to talk to you about this one thing. Holy cow, Ranveer and Deepika. I've never Ah! had a friendship that is like just so energetic. And I've never had a friend who chases life as much as Nahal does. So I... Just can't wait to see what you do next. I will be number one in line to watch all of the things. And stay tuned, listeners, to That Facey Spark going forward. We do have big news. Huge things are coming our way. And Nahal, thank you for being you. And listeners, I echo every single word of Nahal's thanks for sticking with us for all of these years and for changing our lives. It has been a remarkable community. And I, Literally, I have no other words given that I am a writer. So thank you for everything that. Well, you're speechless. That's that's a first time. It never happens. It never happens. I'm like a single person monologue. Um, it's it's just been it's just been incredible. 
And I can't thank you enough for changing my life and changing Nahal's life and bringing us together for this, because this was really a big part of our purpose. So as we always say, for the last time, keep keep lighting lighting that AC spark. That was a good episode.